Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Three Point Threat Podcast. I am your host, Jared Woodcox. Excited to be back with you all once again. I'm going to keep today's show pretty brief, you guys. I know you have some playoffs to go watch, but wanted to make sure to get a show in today. Uh, for our three points, um, pretty simple. Point number one, I want to look at the Utah Jazz first-round series so far against the Thunder, really weigh in and give my thoughts. Then for point number two, I want to give my predictions for Game 5. Obviously, the Jazz have a chance to close out the series on Wednesday. Then last of all, you know, I hate to do this. I'm about as superstitious as they come. But in case the Jazz do advance to the next round where they will most likely play the Houston Rockets, I want to look ahead at that series and give my thoughts to how the Jazz will fare against Houston. So without further ado, let's jump right in to point number one. Point one. Alright, so for those of you who listened to my last show, you'll know that I was one of the doubters that picked the Oklahoma City Thunder to win the series. And of course it isn't over yet, but it's looking like that won't be the case. The Jazz obviously have a commanding 3-1 to one lead. Um, let me just defend myself real briefly. You know, Obviously, you know I, I don't like jinxing the Jazz, so it's kind of a habit of mine to pick against them. So really I think I deserve some credit here, guys. I'm helping the Jazz win by picking against them in, in round one. Um, but all jokes aside, I've been absolutely impressed with the Utah Jazz, as I think all of us have been. Honestly, I think that uh, most of us, even those of us that had the Jazz winning the series, um, thought it'd probably be 2-2 by now, not 3-1. One. So it's awesome to see the Jazz have this edge. And, you know, really, I just feel like the Jazz have out-toughed, they've outsmarted, they've out-executed the Thunder. They've really dominated them in every way these, these last three games. And I know that, you know, I, I personally was worried about the star power of the Thunder. Obviously, Russell Westbrook, um, Paul George, and to some extent, Carmelo Anthony have a lot of clout. Um, you know, they're talented players. They've been on big stages before. Uh, but as we've seen, the Jazz's team approach has really shut them down. And real briefly, just want to touch on Russell Westbrook. I mean, we saw the whole drama between him and Ricky Rubio. How he guaranteed that he was going to shut Ricky Rubio down. And just like so many of us predicted, that really backfired on him because, you know, he got the four fouls in the first half. He was in foul trouble early. And really, yes, he was intense and he played tough on Ricky Rubio, but other guys just punished him. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell went off for 33 points. Um, you had Joe Ingles that had a great game. And at the end of the day, the Jazz team won out. And we've just seen so much of Westbrook in the past that, you know, he wants to stroke his ego. He wants to look like the man. He wants to do what's good for him. And really, it ends up hurting the rest of his team. And I think we've seen that to the full extent in this series. Um, And obviously, the news just barely came out that he will indeed not be suspended for Game 5, as most of us figured would be the case. And I think we'll see more of his kind of selfish actions um, hurt the Thunder. Can he have an amazing game and and will his team to victory? Of course he can. Um, But based on what we've seen so far in this series, I I don't really think that's going to happen. Happen. Honestly, like I said, the Jazz have played so well, but they have yet to have a game where they've shot absolutely crazy. I mean, they haven't even shot 40% from three in a single game yet. Um, you know, I realize 40% from three is a really good mark, but the Jazz have had games where they've been that hot. Um, and so far in this series, they haven't had one of those crazy good shooting games just yet. So I think in short, you know, The Jazz really have yet to play their best possible game. If they can put together a great shooting performance in Game 5, they may very well be able to come out and just absolutely punish the Thunder. Obviously, the Jazz have been exceptional on the uh, defensive end as well. Um, I gotta say, I'm like I said at the beginning, I'm surprised the Jazz are up three to one. I'm surprised, but I'm also not shocked. I think we all knew this Jazz team was being slept on by a lot of people. Um, I think that a lot of people were doubting what they were capable of. We saw how they closed out the season. We knew that the team that Oklahoma City faced three times in the regular season—excuse me, four times in the 
regular season, one of three of those times, was not the same team the Thunder would be facing now, and the Jazz have absolutely proved that 100%. Um, the Jazz bench does worry me a little bit. Um, they've been able to get away with it against the Thunder. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about the bench in the third segment, um, but the bench needs to pick it up. I really think that they need to be better in order for the Jazz to close it out in Game 5, which I think would be important. Um, the one thing about this series, though, that's really impressed me, obviously, I think that Quinn Snyder has done a heck of a job out coaching um, Billy Donovan. And, you know, really the positives I saw in this series, such as the Jazz being able to use ball movements and take advantage of their, their strength as a team, that's really been in full force. Whereas the weaknesses I was worried about, uh, such as Steven Adams causing problems, such as Russell Westbrook, you know, getting to the paint, um, such as Paul George being able to defend us well and shut us down while also scoring on the other side, all those things have happened to some extent, but for the most part, all the weaknesses and worries that I had have been largely mitigated. And so the Jazz have been very successful in executing their game plan and shutting the thunder down. It's been an awesome series. I can't wait for game five. So let's jump into that for point number two. Point two. So recently on the J Notes Twitter, I conducted a poll where essentially I asked, will the thunder come out swinging in game five? Or are they going to come out and put up a fight? Or are they just going to kind of fold and crumble and give up? And um, last I checked, the poll is still open, but it's been pretty even. Um, a few more people have suggested they think the Thunder will come out swinging and play hard. Um, but it's pretty close to 50-50, which I kind of expected. That's why I did the question, because I feel like it's a hard question to answer. It's hard to know what to think about this Thunder team, because they've been so erratic all season long. And that's really carried into the postseason. You know, I know that Westbrook is is a person that never backs down. Uh, for better or for worse, we've seen that sometimes his never back down attitude and personality can hurt him and his team. So I do think that Westbrook is going to come out and be ready to compete. He's going to give his all in that game. I mean, Paul George has experience in big games, but then again, he's also fallen short in game clinching situations as well. So it's hard to know what to expect from the Thunder team in that regard. To be honest with you, just based on, you know, the veterans on that team, the competitiveness of that team, I was really leaning towards the answer that, you know, the Thunder, they're going to come out and put up a big fight in game five, they're going to want to win. They're still going to believe that they can push this series back in their favor uh, and force a game six and force a game seven. And I also, you know, was thinking there's a really good chance they're going to just build off of that intensity from game four and really try to keep going at the Jazz and keep up that kind of tension that was between the two teams. And really, that still very well could be the case. You know, I still think there's a good shot that that's exactly what we see happen. But then again, after I saw the um, the post-game interviews, you know, with Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook, I kind of started leaning the other direction. Not going to say that I'm totally going that direction, but definitely leaning. And what I mean by that is if you really got to look at their body language um, in those post-game interviews and kind of their answers, they really looked despondent. Uh, they looked dejected. And most of all, they would probably never admit this, but they actually, but their answers seemed pretty confused. And I don't know how many of you guys watched the um, the comments on NBA TV following the game, but I think Isaiah Thomas, uh, former Detroit Pistons Isaiah Thomas, I feel like he really hit the nail on the head when he said, these guys don't understand why they're losing. You know, in their responses, they touched a lot about how the Jazz are just making shots and the Thunder aren't. And in my head, it seems like really these Thunder players are just thinking in their head, how are we losing to the Jazz? And they don't really see that, you know, the way that they've been playing has been playing right into Utah's hands. 
the fact of the matter is they're not really grasping that this isn't some fluke. This isn't just something that's going to turn around with you guys doing the same thing, banging your head against the wall. Really, the Jazz have game planned against you perfectly, and they're executing extremely well. I mean, Russell Westbrook, he's been trying to do way too much. Um, the Thunder haven't been able to halt Utah's ball movement. The Jazz have had their way in the pick and roll. There's several things I could name that I could mention the Jazz are doing well, and it's not just some fluke that you know the Jazz are making shots and the Thunder aren't. Yes, the Thunder shot horribly from three last game, um, but even with that, they need to understand that the Jazz are winning this series because they're executing their game plan to perfection and they're attacking OKC's weaknesses. The fact that the Thunder didn't seem to recognize that in the post-game interviews really says to me that they might be in more trouble than we think. Um, so back to the original question about, you know, are the Thunder going to come out strong or are they just going to kind of fold to the Jazz? Um, I kind of have a hybrid prediction for what's going to happen in Game 5. Um, I think the Thunder are going to come out with intensity. They're going to build off of how they felt in Game 4. They're going to be determined to win. They're going to believe that they can come back in this series. And they're going to come out extremely strong. Um, but I also think as soon as there's some adversity and they realize, man, you know, either they'll, they'll keep thinking it's just that their shots aren't falling and the Jazz's are, or they'll finally realize, man, this Jazz team knows what they're doing against us. They're executing perfectly against us. We're in trouble. I think as soon as they start seeing that, they're going to fall into the same trap they've fallen into all year, where either they try to play hero ball or they just can't keep up with the Jazz, and all of a sudden they're going to start faltering. Honestly, I think we could very well see a very similar game to Game 4, where the Thunder come out extremely strong, play exceptional in the first half, but then end up faltering in the second half. You know, I could kind of see them, you know, they, they come out with the intention to not fold and to play hard, but when all is said and done, the Jazz uh, proved to be too much for them. Obviously, you know, I could be wrong there. We know how hard it is to play in Oklahoma City. You know, Loud City, it's a very tough crowd, a very tough environment. Um, prior to their win in Game 2, the Jazz were 2-17 and 17 in Oklahoma City, so it's going to be tough. Um, but based on all that I've said and talked about, you know, both the uh, dejected and confused body language and responses we saw in the postgame interview based on how well the Jazz have played up to this point, I really think Utah is going to close them out in Game 5 on Wednesday to win this series in five games. Can't wait to see what comes of it. Um, if that does end up happening, obviously the Jazz will probably play the Rockets in the next round. So for Point 3, I'm going to chat a little bit about that upcoming series. Point 3. So you guys, as I said in the intro, I absolutely hate to do this. I hate to assume something's a done deal before it is. I am so superstitious. I, I hate being the one to jinx people and things like that. Um, so I'm going to say this very carefully. This is only an assumption that if the Jazz do end up winning this series, because we know they still need to win one more game to do that. Um, but if the Jazz do win this series, it's more than likely that they're going to face the number one seeded Houston Rockets in the second round. Obviously, the Rockets currently have a 3-1 lead over the Minnesota Timberwolves. And, you know, due to the fact that the series will probably start before I get a chance to do my next pod, I wanted to at least touch on a potential Jazz Rockets series um, in this show. Obviously, the Jazz would be heavy underdogs in that series. You could argue they were underdogs in this series against the Thunder. Um, but I think the Jazz are going to be very competitive. I mean, a few things right off the bat. Obviously, I don't think these have as much of an impact as people want to make them out to be. Um, but we know that Chris Paul has never made it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, James Harden has had struggles in the playoffs before. Um, yeah, they've looked pretty good against the Timberwolves so far in the first round. But I'm also not much of a Minnesota believer myself. Um, so I think that that one is a little bit flawed. I think the Jazz are going to put up a much better fight than Minnesota has so far. Uh, but here's the biggest thing that scares me about the Houston Rockets in comparison to the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
that's that the Thunder, you know, all year long they have been dysfunctional. All year long they underperformed. All year long they weren't quite the team that, um, you know, we thought they would be. Whereas the Rockets have been just the opposite. They've been steady all year long. They got a hold of that first seed right near the beginning of the year. Um, you know, right near the, the beginning of the season, they beat Golden State and pretty much had a hold of the number one seed all year long and they didn't falter. Um, obviously, the Rockets have a lot of weapons. Um, they're going to be a tough out in that regard. And I just think it goes without saying, obviously the Rockets are the number one seed, whereas the Thunder were the four seed. The Rockets are, are a much better team and they're much more consistent. They're much more dangerous than the Thunder are. And you know, when the, when the Rockets spread the floor, they're deadly from three and that's going to be scary for the Jazz. The Jazz have had a lot of success with both Gobert and Favors on the floor against Oklahoma City. Um, but there's a chance they might have to go smaller against Houston when Houston is playing, you know, uh, four shooters or sometimes five shooters. Um, you know, you might have Rudy Gobert and Clint Capella, but then have to have a small ball four in there to defend against Houston's uh, um, small ball attack. With that being so, Jay Crowder is going to have to be a lot better in the series against Houston than he's been against OKC. Honestly, Crowder has been pretty disappointing so far against the Thunder. He's had some good moments of you know hustle and defense and things like that, but he's going to need to be effective um, offensively as well so they can keep him in there for defense at times. One interesting thing, though, um, about a Jazz Rockets series is, you know, there was a lot of talk um, before the Jazz Thunder series about how the Thunder beat the Jazz 3-1 to in the regular season. Um, but then a lot of people countered with, you know, none of those games came um, in 2018. They were all before the turn of the calendar year. So really when these two teams faced off, it was a matchup of two very different teams from uh, the two that faced each other in the regular season. And, you know, in a lot of ways... Um, it's a similar situation with a Jazz Rocket series. Yes, I know that Houston swept the Jazz in the regular season 4-0, and I do know they had one game that was actually post-All-Star break. You know, Houston got that win right in the midst of, of the Jazz's turnaround um, shortly after they had lost to the Portland Trailblazers to end that 11-game winning streak. But still, even in that game, you know, the Jazz played really well. They were in that game, they were ahead at halftime, and really just collapsed in the second half. A few different adjustments, and I really think there's an argument to be had that the Jazz win that game. So that one aside, obviously that one goes in Houston's favor. And again, we know that Houston is the overwhelming favorite in this matchup. There's, there's really no disputing that. But if we look at the three games before that, all three of them were well before Utah's turnaround. Uh, there was one back in November and two in December. Uh, Gobert didn't suit up for one of those, and he was less than healthy in the other. And really, kind of like in the series against the Thunder, the team that the Rockets faced in those three games is completely different from the Jazz team they're going to get in the playoffs. I really think that we can't just look at the regular season sweep and say that the Rockets are going to walk all over this Jazz team because obviously the Jazz are a lot better. I think they're playing exceptional in the playoffs. Their defense is going to make life hard for Houston in the postseason. Uh, you know, if whistles aren't going Houston's way, for example, they could get flustered quick. I think there's a lot of things that are actually favoring the Jazz to put up a dang good fight against the Rockets. With that said, don't get me wrong. Houston is a fantastic team. They're the one seed. They deserve that. And really playing the Rockets is going to be an immensely larger challenge than the Thunder have been. As I mentioned right off the bat, Houston's been a lot more steady than OKC. However, I do like the fact that with Snyder, with Quinn Snyder being able to hone in on just one team and one team alone, um, you know, he's going to be able to really learn this Rockets team and prepare his team for them. I really could see him neutralizing a lot of their strengths, just like he's done to Oklahoma City. And I feel like the Rockets can be shaken. You know, they can be frustrated. They can be taken out of their groove. We've seen it happen to Chris Paul. We've seen it happen to James Harden. And yes, they have lots of weapons and a lot more guys the Jazz would have to stop. Um, but I really think the Jazz can frustrate them. You know, if their shots stop falling and if Utah's defense really gets under their skin, um, as I mentioned already, if Harden, you know, can't get calls, can't get to the free throw line, all of a sudden, you know, momentum can swing in Utah's favor a lot like it has in the series against the Thunder. And I could see the Jazz really pulling a fast one, for lack of a better term, on the Rockets. 
Um, with that being said, I'm not going to say that I think the Jazz are the favorite in this series. Um, but then again, you know, maybe they go down 0-1 just like they did against OKC. Quinn Snyder um, adjusts and all of a sudden he has a great game plan to really silence the Rockets moving forward. Not going to say that's going to happen, but I could see it happening. I mean, we just have witnessed it happen against the Thunder. Um, the Thunder arguably, you know, are a much more talented team. At the least, they have more talented individuals and the likes of Westbrook and George. But at the end of the day, Quinn Snyder's adjustments and the strength of this Jazz team has overwhelmed them. And perhaps something similar can happen with a Jazz Rockets series. Um, I will say, though, that it's going to be a much bigger challenge for Utah. Obviously, the Rockets, they play hard on both ends. They, they play a lot better defense this year than they did last year. And especially with how Utah's bench has played against OKC, if the Jazz bench is unable to step up against Houston, I think the Rockets will have a significant edge there. Um, I know that the bench play may not be quite as important in the playoffs, but it's still vital, and it's going to be vital in that series. Um, also, you know, the Jazz have had a hard time shutting down Harden in the past. If they can quiet him like they've done to Oklahoma City's big three, they're going to be in good shape. But Harden's also flat out been a better player and a more reliable player than those three, in my opinion, um, this year. So in short, in summary, I think the Jazz are going to give Houston all that they can handle. It, you know, if this series does come to fruition, again, don't want to jinx it. If the Jazz and Rockets face off, the Jazz are going to be quite a handful for Houston. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, once again, I'm going to go Houston in six. With that being said, I also picked Thunder in six, which obviously is impossible. The best the Thunder can do now is win in seven. So hopefully my uh, reverse psychology will continue. I'll be able to jinx the Rockets and get the Jazz a win. Honestly, I think they can do it. I know they're underdogs. I know that it's going to be a much bigger challenge in this first round series. I know that no one's really going to be picking the Jazz to win it. But I think they're going to put up a fight just like they have in Oklahoma City. And they're going to turn some heads and surprise some people. So hopefully the Jazz prove me wrong. Hopefully they can win this next series assuming they make it to it. Um, but my prediction if there is a Jazz Rockets series will be Rockets in six. That's going to do it for today everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you catch the Jazz Thunder Game 5 on Wednesday at 7.30 Mountain Time. Also, be sure to be following me um, at, at Jared Woodcox as well as the podcast. Uh, the show handle on Twitter is at 3P Threat Podcast. Also, make sure you're following at JNotes on Twitter and keep up with the JNotes.com. We're busting out a lot of good playoff content both on social media during the games as well as on our website. So follow us all there. And until next show, let's go Jazz. Let's get a first round win.